Go. Welcome back to another episode of Compelled, a podcast where we attempt to bring out the bigger issues and injustices. So let's just do this. Yeah, I still don't like that. I know. It's a weird... So let's just do this? No, so let's just do this is fine. It's just where we attempt to bring out bigger issues and injustices. It should be, you know, know, welcome to another episode of Compelled. Let's just do this. But whatever, for now, I'm just going to have to fucking deal with it. So today what we're going to be talking about is, I saw this interesting thing called Three Identical Strangers, and there was a documentary on it, and basically it is about... um, Three kids. Um, let's just get into it. In 1980, Robert Schaffron arrived at Sullivan Community College in upstate New York. It's Sullivan County Community College. Um, he was a freshman, and he was greeted by unexpected backslaps from fellow students welcoming back, welcoming him back to school. Um, he realized he was being mistaken for a former student with whom he quickly arranged a meeting. Indeed, he and Eddie Galland looked exactly the same, but what's more, they shared a birthday and were both adopted, <laughs> uh, leading to the two, two, two. They were twins. Uh, newspaper headlines and photos of the pair attracted the attention of another curly-haired 19-year-old, David Kelman, and the three discovered that they were triplets separated at birth. Now, I know what you're thinking. So what? It happens. Well, <laughs> this is a weird fucking story. It's a documentary. It's called Three Identical Strangers. Okay. And then they are not the only one um, that this, the only people that this has happened to. Um, not only were the trio identical physically, they shared many specific behaviors. All were wrestlers, had a preference for dating older women, and smoked the same brand of cigarettes. Um as as a politically correctly put, apropos of the time. Apropos, yeah. Yeah, apropos. <laughs> uh, the long-lost brother bonded joyfully, exploring the 1980s New York City scene, uh, party scene together, and even started a business together, a restaurant aptly named Triplets. So, why were they separated at birth? Uh, if I if, Should I make a wild guess? Sure. The doctor was getting some kind of high-paying kickbacks to separate kids and when they were, whenever twins were delivered, and um, he would uh, somehow send them off and make a bunch of money from adoption companies or whatever. It's possible, but I don't think it was a doctor. However, um, we learned we learned that uh, their adoption was arranged by the preeminent and now defunct New York-based Louise Wise Adoption Agency, founded in the early 20th century to match Jewish orphans with adoptive families. Now these guys are not orphans. But they do okay. have Jufros, I can see in the picture. In the 1960s, <laughs> some psychologists believe that separating orphan twins... No, they have hair from the 80s, dude. I know. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, some psychologists believe that separating orphan twins or triplets afforded a better opportunity for each to forge an independent identity. The triplets, however, were deliberately assigned to particular families as part of a secret study designed to examine the effects of nature versus nurture. Uh, the study led by child psychoanalyst Peter Neubauer placed multiple sets of twins and with the triplets with families whose socioeconomic status and even family structure were carefully controlled. The families were aware neither of the other identical siblings nor of the participation in the study. How fucked up is that? That's very fucked up. Yearly comprehensive questionnaires and film documentation of the siblings' milestones were couched as standard follow-up studies of adopted children. As the film unfolds, even more sinister details of the study and its effects on the triplets' lives are revealed. Five years in the making, three identical strangers deftly interweaves, interviews, 
with the triplets, their family members, and the few surviving researchers associated with the research. The film tackles both the questionable underpinnings of the study and the fundamental questions it attempted to address. Current rules of inf informed consent would now preclude to the existence of such a study. Reread that. <laughs> Current rules of informed consent would now preclude the existence of such a study. And Wardle implies that the moral and ethical issues of the study were likely of concern to Neubauer, who died in 2008, as well as to the Louise Wise Agency. The irony of a Jewish researcher and a Jewish adoption agency conducting a twin study after the atrocities waged against Jewish people in Nazi Germany is clear, and perhaps the reason that Neubauer never published the study and sealed his data in a Yale archive until 2066. Okay, now this doesn't give the whole story about what's going on. And, uh, oops, I didn't want that. I wanted, um, that's not what I wanted. Come on. Well, we're going to go with uh, Eddie Galland. Um, really? This would be great if I could find any information about the... Uh, Isn't that weird that all three of them did the same things? Smoked the same brand of cigarettes? Things like that? It's well, like I, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what type of brand it was. Like, if it was an off-brand, you know, like GPC Mint. Or, yeah, I can understand or that. Or Dunhills. Yeah, or, the you know, uh, 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 just... Like some fucking. But if it's all Marlboro Reds or Marlboro Lights or Winston's or whatever, I, I don't buy that. Okay. You know, it's it's uh, you know how many people smoke fucking Marlboro? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you th if if it was though, because they're all similar, that they did have a certain taste that they all were attracted to. Yeah. Uh, it just kind of makes you wonder, like, how much uh, do you actually have that's uh, preordained in your genes? You know, and how much do you make of your own? You know. Their birthmarks and their IQs, is this it right here? Yeah, here. Uh, they say their birthmarks and their IQs were identical. They even claim to have lost their virginity at the same age. Hospital records confirm that the boys already knew what the boys already knew, and the New York press trumpeted the story of the reunited twins. Um, I This is the part that I find hard to believe, that they all grew up with the same exact ideology, I guess, mm -hmm. the same the same ideals, the same... They, they like you said, smoked the same brand of cigarettes. You know, liked older women, this and that, and the other thing. Right? Went to the same colleges. Um, yeah. Look, see, it says they smoked Marlboros, which yeah. was like the main selling cigarette in the country. Yeah, it's, it still is. Yeah. Um, now, was it so all soft packs? Was it all boxes? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Let's break it down. but what, what's what, what? What my point is is that this was a controlled experiment. Yeah. So. They fed information to the families, and then that's how the kids grew up. So they fed this. They had to have fed the same information to the families, to each of the different families. Mm -hmm. Okay, because what they're doing is they they're not experimenting on to see how three identical twins really grew up. They're experimenting on human beings, you know. And it's just not. It's not just these three. They they've done it with multiple sets of twins. They are they're doing a control a controlled um, uh, human experiment on and 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 this may be a conspiracy theory, but I believe that they're doing a controlled experiment. Tinfoil hat warning. Yeah, um, with, with with the idea to uh, do this to the general population. Hmm. Um, here it is. Uh, 
Public appearances were, come on, orchestrated for them by attorney Jack Solomon. See, it was all orchestrated. Acting as their agent, Solomon tried to keep the interview circumscribed and upbeat, but in no time the press reported that Schaffrin was convicted of manslaughter earlier this year for his part in a robbery in which an 83-year-old woman was beaten to death with a crowbar. Okay. Um, uh, this was October 13th, 1980. No, that can't be right. I've got to tell you. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. All right, Sam. He, I wish he would have said motherfucker. <laughs> um, Maybe he was, and you just cut it out too soon. Maybe he was going to say, I got I to tell you, I didn't cut anything out. I just fucking... <laughs> uh, Schaffron enrolled at Sullivan because he wanted to start a new life. His musings on what it was like to suddenly be a triplet have an ambivalent ring. Um, ba, ba, ba. All of this stuff is nonsense. Bluff. One of them committed suicide. I can tell you that. That's, but that's. I'm trying to find all the this this really three identical strangers. I was just trying to find the fucking one of them committed. You know fuck it. And at least one of them committed murder, huh? I have it right here. Do 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 do. All right, it's in the Huffington Post. All right. Two of the brothers, Eddie Gallon and Robert Schaffron, connected after classmates mistook one for the other at a small New York community college that they both attended. The third saw the news of the reunion in the New York Post. So we have that. They were born in Long Island in 1961. They didn't know the others existed until this seemingly blissful, life-altering discovery flowed or flowered in tandem with their nascent adulthood. Quote, unquote, it was a miracle, Kellman's aunt by adoption tells the camera which it, I don't think it was. Once we got together, there was a joy that I had never experienced in my life, and it lasted a really long time. It became a mini-phenomenon in the 80s, most notably with a Phil Donahue show that had um, juxtaposed the brothers' uncanny likeness, similar interests and distinguishable mannerisms with the fact that they were raised in different households in different cities, and they weren't that far away from each other. Yeah. As a, At its core, this is a perennial nature versus nurture debate, illuminate, illuminated Pulitzer, uh, winning journalist Lawrence Wright revisited the matter as part of his 1999 book *Twins* and what they tell us about who we are. By which certain, by which point, certain uh, damning details about the triplet separation had emerged. All right. <clears throat> to this day, Tim Wardle, the British documentarian, documentarian who directed Three Identical Strangers*, is still wrestling with unanswered questions and shadowy enigmas about what really happened to the three brothers. Wardle came across this human interest oddity five years ago. His colleague, Grace Hughes-Hallett, had turned to Wright's book for research. (coughs) A guy named Wright. Uh, While developing her own documentary about adoption, she learned uh, the cursory details of the triplet's estrangement. They were part of an experimental unpublished study run by Peter Neubauer. Uh, a Freudian psychoanalyst who became a leading figure of child research in the 50s and 60s, right as psychology was proliferating in America academia. At the time, work that would be today deemed ethically dubious wasn't uncommon. Think of the Milgram obedience experiments or the Stanford prison experience. Or experiment. Tuskegee Airmen. Av- what do you mean? Weird experiments, you know. Uh, you know, like, uh, what was it on Tuskegee? They did... Uh, didn't they inject them with uh, diseases and shit like that? I don't know. The Tuskegee Airmen was is a group of black air air. Look it up later. Pilots. You you you'll see what I'm talking about. It, air Force pilots. But it, you you may be right. Yeah, I just haven't had a chance to. After other adoption agencies refused him, Newbauer par- partnered with the since shuttered Louise Wise Service 
uh, an elite Jewish facility interested in exploring the behaviors of siblings separated at birth to kick, like I said, this is this is a, a fucking human, a, a human experiment to, to uh, for lack of a better term, to take triplets and, and twins and ingrain, ingrain them into other families that are looking to adopt mm. to, it seems like, it seems like, and, and I, I don't know if this guy was thinking this, but it seems like they were trying to um, uh, not dilute, but uh, propagate certain genes in, in, throughout the country. That's what it seems like. What here's a here's a wild one. That's what, but that's a conspiracy. What if uh they start, you know, our government. I'm not saying they have. I'm just this is a wild one. But like what if like if they wanted to have more obedient citizens and and workers and and you know things like that that they started um affecting our genetic codes in a way so that every time someone had a child, they would come out a specific way like you know those ways I just stated and then then that way you'd have more obedient citizens and less upheaval and, you know, you know. Maybe sometime in the future, but they're not doing it now. Yeah, I I know. No, I know they're not doing it now, but I'm just saying like. Uh, or they may be. Who knows? Or that'd be a cool idea for a movie. Yeah. So uh, Wardle knew he had a movie on his hands to have even 50 or 60 percent of the story is easily enough for a film on its own. But anything else is going to be a bonus. In contacting the brothers and unearthing whatever details they could corral about the study, Wardle and his production teams found themselves facing an increasingly cloudy quagmire. Who exactly had bankrolled the shady enterprise? Like I said, it's it, 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 the entire thing. The guy dies. The Luis Wise um, Center is closed down. Yeah. Um, and, and the reason, and I can, I'm not backing up what I said, but all of the stuff tells me that they were trying to do something like this and it doesn't matter what race or creed or whatever okay it could have been italians it could have been but right now it just you know manhattan let's see we know that manhattan's child development center which merged with a government supported jewish board of family and child services was a primary benefactor so what if they were trying to maybe protect their own heritage or whatever it doesn't mm-hmm. matter but what if they were trying to do that? What if, what if this guy had it in? Because we'll never know. But what if the primary reason behind what he was doing is to get Jewish people or get non-Jewish people to adopt Jewish children and ingratiate them within the community, right? Yeah. And basically crossbreed so that everybody's Jewish. What if he was trying to do that? <clears throat> because when everybody's Jewish. Nobody is okay, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. What if he was trying to do that? Um, that's you know that I guess that's your that could be a, a like a Hitlerish kind of thing, you know, like that's what I mean, creating his own master race, right? What what if he was trying to do that? What if, and here's another wild one. What if it was from a noble standpoint, like you do a little evil now, but if you make everybody have the same race in them, then there's less there in his mind. Maybe there's less to bicker about racial. Uh, racial. Yeah, you know. Okay, so how was the study conducted? Researchers from Luis Wise would visit the children's respective homes once a week to administer tests and record video footages. The adoptive families were told that this was part of a normal practice meant to observe the agency's foster clients. The brothers, too, have vague recollections of the house as youngsters, or the house calls as youngsters. Uh, they were uncertain of the visitation's purposes. Um, 
the boy's adoptive parents were never informed that they were triplets, that there were triplets. The agency, in coordination with the Child Development Center, uh, decided its endeavor was ethical as long as the boys didn't know one another existed. That meant the adults raising them couldn't know either. But from the beginning, there were signs that something was wrong. Uh, the babies would bang their heads against the walls of their cribs, for example, which Kelman attributes to separation anxiety. Um, how many siblings did they separate in the name of research? At least five pairs of twins in addition to the triplets. Is any everyone who was taken from his or her sibling now aware? No. Um, is there any chance the study yielded fruitful commentary about nature? Who cares? Uh, Luis Wise Services sealed the contents of the study until 2000, until 2066. That way its subjects wouldn't realize they become flesh and blood experiments. Uh, accordingly, we can't know whether it effectively prov proved the fate of identical siblings raised in the different environments um, and how they would turn out to be identical. Uh, we do know, however, that as soon as the brothers learned of their circumstances, their sunny reunion grade, mental health concerns surfaced in 1995, Gallen killed himself. Um, that And that's... Here it is, Eddie Galland. Um, Eddie Galland hanged himself. Is that what he did? It's unfortunate. I mean, two of them are. Now, did the one that hung him, <clears throat> the one that hung himself, did he? Was he the one that committed? Oh, no, 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 no. Shaffron, Saffron, or Shaffron? He's the one that committed murder. That's apparently what happened. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So one committed suicide, one committed murder, and then what did the other one do? Nothing. Ran all the way home. Wee wee wee. Dude, that's I off the top of my head, I can't think of more of a mind fuck unless you're watching the movie Old Boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's a hell of a mind fuck on somebody. I, for whatever reason he did those experiments. It doesn't even matter if he was trying to do something good. It's from like some sick perspective or something. It doesn't matter. You don't fuck with people's lives like that. You sure as hell don't separate twins because there's there's like this bond between them in the womb. You know, and to separate them, because you know when you've um, when I've read and read and watched things about twins that, like where one died early or one died after they've been together outside of the womb for a while, how it like affected the other one. You know, it's yeah. Robert Shaffron um, pled guilty to charges connected to the murder. He oh. he didn't murder somebody. Okay. Well, he pled guilty to charges connected to the murder of a woman in a '78 robbery gone wrong. Okay. So, so he wasn't like a blatant murderer. Well, he Supposedly. he's connected to a murder, so yeah, I, you 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 make your own decisions on that. Well, point. I don't know. I don't know the the specifics. I mean, what if uh, you know they 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 knocked her down or something, and all of a sudden she hits her head, and then there you go, you guys are in debt. It doesn't matter. Oh no! Look, look! Don't get me wrong. I, I'm 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 doing it from the point of 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 um, intentionally trying to kill someone because you're a heartless fuck. And accidentally doing it because you were too goddamn rough. He pled guilty to... Either way, he's guilty. I, I'm not saying he's not guilty, Mike. I'm saying... I never said you didn't. What uh, I'm saying uh, is that <clears throat> instead of explaining it and going into detail about whatever and defending what you want to defend... You love to say that word, defend. Yeah, but that's what you do. You you, you start talking and then you start defending yourself. It's in, And I don't understand it, but that's okay. Um, he's just connected. He's connected to murdering somebody. Yes. And that's that. Um... Here we go. Um, Wardle, who had previously made Verite-style television docs in the United Kingdom, spent four years gaining the brothers' trust and securing funding for a feature-length project that would chronicle the untold side of their story. But for every mystery he solved, another arose, and they weren't easy to decode. Um, 
by now, few people involved with the experiment are still living, including Neubauer, whose reputation remained in good standing before his death in 2008. The central lingering mystery concerns what appears to be multiple cover-up attempts exacted by the responsible agencies. Wardle gleaned that three major television networks, two in the 80s, one in the 90s, tried to make documentaries about the brothers and the corresponding experiments. Wardle said he came across minutes from a Louise Wise meeting, which the top brass insisted they would shut down these productions. Quote, unquote, we have contacts there. We can kill this, they apparently said of the networks. Sure enough, all three networks nixed their specials before completion, including one involving a Pulitzer Prize-winning uh, New York Times reporter. He declined to identify the networks, as he was told, in confidence, but at least one of the projects is public knowledge. A Newsday story from 97 says production started on a documentary about their lives, but it was never completed. The turn of events aligns with Wright's summation of Louise Wise. It was run by powerful people from New York's upper crust who were capable of steering the media off their trail. Huh. That's why I wanted to talk about this. Because um, the rich and the powerful seem to want to try to do things to... And, and this goes right into what you were saying. What if they are trying to do this to make a more socially acceptable human? Yeah. That will just follow along with the rules and not fight back. Yeah. Um, and uh, see, they uh, after a protracted effort, the brothers have since been granted access to a heavily redacted photocopy that Wardle said is hard to make sense of. Has done little to ameliorate scary, dude. They, the emotional they, obstacles they faced. He wanted to get into like a whole like Rockefeller. Um, LaGuardia, what had LaGuardia on my head? Um, Still, uh, um, you know Rockefeller, uh, uh, Rothschild, all that shit. Um, what if because those those highly elite, powerful, whatever the fucks. What if because they look down on all of us? What if they thought, oh, you know, they think they're gods, right? So they try to just orchestrate everything in the, to work in their favor, so they continue to stay in power. And that's I mean, what they do. Well, I, I, and it, yeah, but. Just, I mean, like, like that extra step on it, like where they're actually like trying to, for, you know, make people into, you know, drones. I, I am fucking not surprised that that would be happening. I would not be surprised. That's um, some George Orwellian shit, man. Luis Wise isn't the only entity that has raised suspicions. The Jewish board apparently declined to participate in three identical strangers um, interacting with Wardle and his team only through a crisis management PR firm. Since the film premiered to have react to rave reactions, Wordle said the brothers received a consolatory letter, conciliatory, sorry, a letter from Jewish board leaders indicating that they quote unquote had the pleasure of watching your documentary in the comforts of their own homes. How anyone from the organization received a private screener of strangers remains unclear. Wardle said he didn't even have a screener at the time. When asked to comment on these specifics, a representative for the Jewish board sent HuffPost the following statement. We do not endorse the Neubauer study, and we deeply regret that it took place. We recognize the great courage of the individuals who participated in the film, and we are appreciative that this film has created an opportunity for public disclosure or discourse about the study. Editors note, since the story was published, a representative from HL Group, the, the PR agency that counts the Jewish board as a client, contacted the HuffPost to refute Wardle's description of the letter sent to Schaffron and Kelman. The Jewish board did not, according to HL Group, write that its members screened the film at their homes. The representative declined to provide any further information. Add this to the tinfoil hat theory. What if this is the only incident that was caught? All right. What if 
the powers that be, whoever they be, already mentioned. The Dark Council. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Star Chamber. Sorry, Star Chamber. Yeah. What if um, this was happening all over the country? That would be my guess. I mean, if it's happened once, it's ha- it has to have happened dozens of times. Yeah, well, like, what if it's planted all over the fucking country? But, man? Like, but they, I mean, they, they readily admitted that it's happened to five sets of twins and these triplets. Yeah. And one of the triplets was involved in a robbery that ended in murder. Yeah. And one of the triplets hanged himself. Yeah. Because of their because of mental problems. Mm-hmm. So, what's going on? You know what 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 would cause all of this? It's, it can't be just the separation anxiety. It can't be just other things. Yeah, it can't. What be What about just the parents? Yeah, what about the original parents? There's plenty of twins that that lost a, lost another twin that. Um, that they kept going on, they, and they were fine. They they were emotionally hurt, but they 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 went on with their lives. So I, I so yeah, it can't just be that. It's um, I don't know. What if they were purposely set up to be in certain kind of families to have certain kinds of raising? I I, I don't know. I you know uh, what if like each one was a different kind of family? Like what if it was like a no? They said that they were all relatively every, the same type of family, which I would have to assume middle class because they were all in college. Yeah, and they all went to the same college. Well, not the same. Two of them went Two to the same, oh, but it doesn't matter. They all went to at least a community college, yeah. And then um, they all had families. I think I don't have to double check that, but as far as I know from what I've read, they yeah. have all had families. One of them, like I said, uh, he when he killed himself, he had a, a wife and a daughter. Uh-huh. So the other the other two were still alive, but um, they're not. They they're they're just as stumped as everything anyone else. And what you're saying is, what if all this stuff is happening around the country? I, if it's if it's happening once, it's happened a thousand times. What if it's one of dozens of test beds? Yeah, you know, and see how well it works in each like section of the country. Right? Yeah, well, I mean, what if they're doing that? What if what if it uh, comes down to is, what if they're breeding kids to, like like socialism is becoming big now. It is right. And I don't understand. I don't get why people think it's okay for, for the government to control everything. You know, I don't get that. I don't. I don't. It, I'm no, not in my fucking lifetime. <laughs> I I would assume it's because it's been. Let, I'm gonna have mom wash my clothes. You see, mm-hmm. I'm gonna let them give me everything. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. You what you do is you start them young. You get them used to the idea of it, right? And you don't call it socialism. You call it, you know, you don't call it anything, you know, and you just you have it a part of something else, right? Say, say, democ- dem- you know, the Democratic Party or something. I'm just, I'm just throwing the Democratic Party out there, but right, you're just using it as an example, you know, because like a lot of people accused Obama of being a socialist, right? He is. Okay, and <laughs> so there you go, and he's of course a, a huge part of the Democratic Party. So, um, I mean, wait, he, so, well, hold on a second, hold what? on. What if they're what if they're placing these kids within socialist style families, families that have a socialist or a communist, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter. I'm just this is just an ex- this is you know they're not putting them in with people that are money makers, yeah, you know that the, but they're middle class, but their 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 political leanings are socialism type leanings, okay, not. And I'm not, not liberal, not Democrat, not Republican. Okay, yeah. take those three out of it. I'm just talking about socialist leanings, you know, where where government or some form of, you know, 
doesn't matter, or a corporation or whatever. Powerful entity. Powerful entity takes care of most of m- most of your needs. I mean, what if, I mean, to have a workforce that doesn't question things the way they are, what would be a good way to do that? By constantly giving them sugar and fattening foods and television 24 hours a day. Right. Entertainment. Um, and... Uh, and also, uh, oh, you don't have to go get a college degree because Big Brother's going to take care of you. You know, you 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 know, you we'll get you free food. We'll help you with housing. You know, hell, we'll get you a cell phone. You know, and then all of a sudden you're used to that. You're used to that blanket. You're used to being you know sucking off the teat, right? You know, proverbial proverbially or whatever the fuck you want to call it, right? Right. Um, so. You keep people used to being treated that way their whole lives, and of course they're they're people human beings creatures of habit you and I are both creatures of habit as well and mm-hmm. you know luckily you know we're we're trying to fight out of a lot of those habits and there's a lot of things that <laughs> I, i'm I'm a lot different than I used to be when it comes to say when I was a teenager and in my twenties and things like that you know I like to consider myself more more quote unquote woke than I used to be. I, I still know that there's still plenty of shit I don't know about that I, I need to know about, learn, learn about. But still, I'm I'm on the road. You know what I mean? So, um, but there's a lot of people that that don't want to know. They don't. They just want to stay in that comfort zone. And the comfort zone is like all those things I just stated. You know, hey, I can go right down to the corner and get another Starbucks. You know, you know, and I can go get me a pizza later. And you know, I'll go watch some Netflix or whatever. Yeah, they want they want complacency. They want creature comfort. Socialism. Uh, definition, by the way, is any of various economic and political theories advocating collective or governmental ownership and administration of the means of production and distribution of goods. Uh, there's also other definitions. A society of a society or group living in which there is no private property and a system or condition of society in which the means of production are owned and controlled by the state. And if you honestly believe that that's healthy, well, <laughs> there are plenty of Plenty of places on this planet that are using socialism as a form of government, yeah, and they are all failing. It's exploit because it's ex- look, look. I, 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 the idea of communism is a good idea. It, 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 no, it's not. The idea, the idea isn't. The execution, no, they're absolutely wrong. But the idea is everyone's equal, right? Everyone gets equal treatment. Everyone gets equal this, equal that. But guess what? It never works out that way because there's always people who want power there's always people that want to be on top and because of that you're never going to have that you're so you have to lose the idea of it because it's just not it's not feasible it it's it's almost like the the liberal perspective is oh we want rainbows and happiness and and peace and all this shit and and so let's do all these these ways to try to get it which end up not fucking working you know it's wishful thinking and guess what wishful thinking doesn't work in this world Okay, wishful thinking might work in a movie, but in in the real world, guess what? No. Yeah, communism is a form of socialism, um, a higher, more advanced form, according to his advocates. Um, Communism um, aims to replace private property in a profit-based economy with public ownership and communal control of at least the major means of production, mines, mills, and factories, and the natural resources of a society. Whereas socialism is more government, um, you know, that would be really nice if I could just... Okay. 
All right. So but socialism is where the government takes care of everyone equally, supposedly, and communism is just pretty much where everyone's treated equally amongst themselves. A system which goods are owned in common are available to all as needed. A theory advocating elimination of private property. That's where the that's where the name the the uh, socialism and communism are are one and the same. Yeah. But the difference is is that socialism advocates for government control of you know goods and yeah. production as where communism is goods are owned in common and are available to all as needed which never works doesn't work yeah and like i said it sounds like it could be a good idea you know like i said wishful thinking but <laughs> real world baby cuz we're not all equal i'm sorry as human beings we're not all equal and i'm not saying racially i'm saying as human beings you know there's there's people that that are are driven there's people that are just people that are complacent. There's people that 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 just you know they don't want to they don't want to um, better themselves. They, right, they, but that that means that you work eighty hours a week while I work five hours a week, but I still make the same amount of money as you do. Yeah, that's why it doesn't work. That's why the whole idea doesn't work because because there's everyone's there's too many different kinds of people. So yeah, it's it's just it's trying to treat everyone equally, but people aren't equal on an equal scale. It just doesn't work that way. Anyways, we're getting back to yeah, that's why. Ugh. That's okay. That's a good spinoff. Yeah, I, it's it's a but polit. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, we, politics. Yeah. You know how it is. So how do you feel about Donald Trump? I don't. <laughs> so literally, I I don't. I'm fucking with you. I I'm know. Totally fucking with you. Um, when it comes down to what's going on with these kids, what if this is just a what if? What if they are embedding these kids into different in, into different families to indoctrinate them into a specific ideology? It doesn't have to mean socialism or communism. It could be anything. A specific ideology, <laughs> but one that's more compliant to the purchase of goods and services. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. Just continually buy. It's it's go to work, be good workers. Yes, you know it doesn't matter what whatever you're working at Walmart or fucking Ford or whatever. Okay, yeah, be good workers. Vote, spend all your money because hey, you know what's what's better and, and you know than than taking your tax money and yeah. and spending it. Yeah. I'm gonna finish my thought, but I'm gonna come back to that tax thing uh-huh. and watch TV. Yeah, watch TV. Get inundated with commercials. And just be complacent and eat your fucking pizza. Yeah. Okay? Now I'm going to come back to this tax thing. And, uh, and the reason why I'm going to come back to this tax thing. How indoctrinated are have we become as a society when a commercial can come on or a fucking uh, ad for a website can come on, even not even just an ad for a website, when you walk into a store and you see a sign that says, take your fucking money and go buy the biggest fucking TV you can. How fucking rude is that? How absolutely intrusive and rude is that? How dare, how dare these fucking companies have the balls to say, hey, you just got a huge tax refund. You got a huge tax refund. But instead of saving it, yeah. go buy that diamond ring. Yeah. <laughs> or or yeah. buy that $700 fucking 50-inch flat screen TV and, and that's what they do. <laughs> Dude, that's or, funny for said diamond ring. Or 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 
you know, make a down payment on a car. You need a new car. Yeah. And not, not, hey, and, and then turn around, and, and this is the best part. Yeah. Turn around and tell you you should have, what, two months salary saved up? Yeah. Three months salary? I don't I don't know what the It's two months it salary. But you should have, well, it's two months salary for a diamond ring. Yeah. But I'm talking about saved. It's like three, three to six months salary saved up or some shit like that in case something goes wrong. Who the fuck has that money? I, I, I have no idea. You know what's funny about you bringing up the diamond ring was I was giving a shuttle ride to a customer the um a few days ago, and it was it was me and this lady and she, you know I think she was like in her fifties and we were talking about stuff like this all conspiracy theories and you know the government control and 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 things like that right and then you know spend 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 and being overcharged and blah 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 and then I brought up diamonds we were completely in full conversation agreement on everything. And Until all of a then. sudden, when I brought up diamonds, she became, she didn't even respond to it. She became completely, and I, I looked down at her hand, and she had a fucking rock on her hand. And I just, I, it was dead silent for about two minutes, and then I changed the subject because I was just like, yeah, I'm not backtracking on that shit at all. Fuck that. I'm, but I'm not, also not going to be rude about it, so I'm just going to change the subject. <laughs> hey, man, she's the one that... that you you guys were talking about it. She Whoever was, brought it up, yeah, probably she, her. I no, I brought it, I I I I I used the something else to go into diamonds about being. No, no, no. I'm talking about the conversation. Yeah, she's probably the one that steered the conversation. I'm not saying that she did, yeah. but she's probably the one that steered because that's usually how customers. Yeah, I was are. like, I we was. I think we we're talking about like things that you're supposed to do, right? And I, right. Like one of those things is buy the expensive diamond when hey, there's more diamonds than people on this fucking planet, but yet we're supposed to spend that much money on them. Right. Fuck you guys. You know. And, <laughs> yeah, it was just so funny, dude. I, I swear, I was waiting for a cricket to be hidden in the van or something to just start going off when, when, when right after I said it. It, it was goddamn. So, yeah, I, uh, it, you know that some people just don't look see it that way. They, they don't want to see it that way. They don't because, look, at their husband or whoever, their significant other, they went out and spent all that fucking money on this beautiful, this beautiful example of their love for them, right? How else could two months last forever? I don't know. Let's go on a vacation. Let's create some memories. Yeah. Instead of a fucking stone on my finger. How else could two months last forever? A stone on my finger. Whoop the fucking do. Thank you, De Beers. Thank you, De Beers, for for putting that into wrongly into people's heads. Conditioned, man. Straight up conditioned. That's just the way it goes. If you don't love her, if you don't fucking love her, don't buy. You know, don't buy the diamond. Don't do it because that means you don't love her. Well, that's exactly it. what it means, and and even Kay Jewelers says the same exact thing, and yeah. and Shane Co. and whatever else, however many of these diamond dealers yeah. are, you know, the how, I, how 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 else could you how else could you prove your love yeah. to your significant other yeah. than by buying them a really expensive diamond ring, starting at fourteen hundred dollars? Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> it, you know, and look, I. I I understand, like, I don't have a problem with someone getting a ring because it's representative of being, an, an, you know, it's traditional. So I understand that. Like, you could just get a gold band or a platinum band or, or I don't know, maybe even get some sapphires if you really like sapphires. But I'm pretty sure those are way fucking overpriced, too. So, um, yeah, you know what? Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, man. And some people don't care about the system ripping them the fuck off. Yeah, well, and then the other, the other, the counterpoint to that argument is, is, who the fuck are we to tell somebody how to live their life? Exactly. It's their money. I mean, you want to fucking spend it on that shit? Go ahead. It's if you like, like diamonds, you like diamonds. Look, I, I have a problem with people that spend fucking quarter million dollars on a fucking race car. 
I, I, yeah, I, I think it's the dumbest thing ever. But it's not your call. A high maintenance fucking piece of shit. I, I don't, I don't, you know, that breaks if you fucking hit a, you hit a speed bump, all of a sudden the car breaks into fucking pieces. I, I again, it's, it's I know, it's not, my, it's not my money. I, I understand. So don't worry about it. I'm not worried. It's conversation. I can have an opinion on something. That's all about this. Uh, that. I don't care what people do with their own fucking money. You, and, and, you do yeah, what you want. yeah, and when it boils down to it, you're right. It doesn't it doesn't matter what I have to say because they're the ones that that live with the decisions they make and if they're perfectly fine spending that money on there on that shit, then fuck it. I guess that then I guess that fulfills them. It do, it doesn't matter whether it fulfills them or not. It's it's them. Yeah, they do what they want. You yeah. do what you want. I do what I want. Right. So, yeah. And that's that's what Yeah, I don't lose I don't lose sleep over that shit. Don't you know, don't get me wrong. It's just an opinion. I I understand that, but we're we're way off the fucking mark with whatever we're talking about. That's right. All right, so we're good on this one. Those that's that uh, three strangers thing is pretty fucking fascinating, and uh, I think uh, it sounds like a lot of people are scared to fucking delve into that shit. It really does. Nobody's scared to delve into it. And they won't give any information. Yeah, that's what I mean. I like they. Yeah. There, n- nobody that's alive anymore, or nobody that has access to it will give any information to anybody about what these experiments were about. Yep. And everything is sealed until 2066. That's, you know, 47, 48 years yeah. away. And then guess what? Will there be a lot of redaction? Because um, look at look at the, the JFK thing. They, they, re- they still redacted a bunch of shit out of it after they finally opened up all those files. And guess what? Were there any revelations? No, there wasn't any revelations, was there? I, I don't know. It, it's it's most likely it's all redacted. But it doesn't matter. It's 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 sealed away for another fifty years. So who gives a shit? Yep. So you know, people aren't willing to tell the truth and that's the that's the big fucking problem. People are people are willing to go around in this country and experiment on children for all for God's sakes. Yeah. You know. Uh not taking into account that maybe they're affecting their lives one hundred percent. And what? Uh, and um, fuck! I lost my train of thought. <laughs> willing to, uh, well, willing to experiment on children. Uh, oh, uh, uh, and 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 be shady as shit about it, and not tell the truth to anybody. And the government, the government doesn't give a fuck, obviously. No. And it seems to have come from very high up in in the 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 elite society, and that makes it okay. And so, on that note, uh, to everybody, uh, for this episode of Compelled, tell the truth, <laughs> and uh, and uh, we'll see you next time, and uh, stay safe out there, all right? Stop being so fucking shady. Yeah, and don't buy diamonds. All right.